Welcome to the Turn Yourself On Daily podcast, dedicated to women, taking you from feeling lost to feeling liberated and healing everything in between, transforming your three most important relationships, activating your power and upgrading your relationships, your business and your life. It's time to turn you on. Hey, welcome to the Refreshed updated and upgraded turn yourself on daily podcast welcome back i have been away i'm feeling rested and filled with something new a new energy i think you'd call it something has shifted and these weekly messages will shift too i hope you love the new vibe and as much as we're loving bringing it to you and that you're excited for what's to come we have big, big plans. Today's episode is all about three signs that you're second guessing yourself. Why three? There is more, but I want to make it super clear, 100% clear how you might be second guessing yourself, why you do it, how it's holding you back and how you can stop doing it. Second guessing yourself is an effect of a side effect almost of self-doubt, insecurity, inferiority, not feeling good enough and not quite feeling like yourself. The root cause is self-doubt, not knowing who you are and what you're capable of and it plays havoc in a woman's life and it's not something she can be consciously aware that she's doing. That's the thing. It's draining it's all-consuming and it's a way of procrastinating even though at times she might not even know what she's procrastinating about or trying to avoid. It comes from relationships that she's had in the past, so with parents, carers, family, school teachers, friends, boyfriends, partners, exes. It comes from social media, it comes from society's expectations It basically comes from a myriad of places and she's bombarded with inner and outer noise, outer messages telling her what she's capable of, what she should and shouldn't do, what's possible for her or not, and inner messages of unworthiness and doubt. And it's a freaking minefield until now. Three signs that you're second guessing yourself are if you constantly change your mind you know, that thing where you make a decision and then you're like, oh, I'll go with that one instead and oh, I'll go with that one instead. And you might ask a million different people for a million different opinions. You're just not sure. You're not sure. You've not got that confidence, that surety within yourself. The second sign is that you struggle to make a decision. You just cannot decide. There's too many options. Even if there's only two options, you cannot decide. And that you are led by what other people think over your own gut instinct. As you know, women are my absolute passion and nowhere are they in as much pain as in an intimate relationship. They cannot feel like themselves within them. They might not be sure whether to stay or leave. They can analyse the partner's behaviour. They can wonder what's wrong with them And it can take up so much of the time and energy, it's hard to see the wood from the trees. 
this is how life has always been, this is how it's going to be, it feels like forever that it's been this way. She's so used to thinking, acting and behaving in a certain way, it's become so normal to her. The trouble is, well, I say trouble, but it's actually a blessing. She's always being asked to grow. So the painful relationship and all the things that happen are there to encourage her to grow. Now, you know when you've felt that, you'll either listen or not, but you'll always be nudged back. Why is she unhappy? Why is her relationship disconnected? Why is she feeling low? Why does a partner blame her for everything or make her so upset? Why does she think one thing and then she has a conversation with a partner and then she suddenly thinks another thing? Not in a healthy way where it's a good, healthy discussion. Why is she still there if she's so unhappy? Why is she feeling so low? Why is her business not like she wants it to be? Why is her life not what she thought it would be? There are so many whys and so many ways this shows up in your life. Now, here are some everyday examples where second guessing can show up in your life. One of them is you can second guess. Now, literally, this is how this pattern runs in every area because if you're running it in one area, and you're thinking it at one point in the day, you'll be thinking it at other points in the day. So don't think I'm mad when I say this. Second guessing yourself can show up when you're deciding what to wear that day, seriously. Like you have an idea and you think, right, that's what I'm gonna wear, and then you go to your wardrobe and you second guess yourself. You start to pick out another option. Will this one be better? Will this look better? When actually, you probably knew, first of all, which one to wear that day. You might second guess which direction to go in. So you get to the junction and you're like, should I turn left or should I turn right? Should I go this way or that way? And then you might beat yourself up if you choose an option that leads you to a load of traffic. You might second guess what you're doing in your business. Are you on the right path? Should you post that picture on social media? Should you post it now or later? Should you talk about this subject today or this subject today? Should you start your business today or wait? Which idea should you do first? You've got so many. Another way second guessing can show up in everyday life is where you have a decision to make and you go over and over and over and over whether it's right or not, whether you should do it or not and all the possible consequences. Obviously, there's a healthy limit to doing this but it's when it becomes too much that it becomes draining. They might seem like silly patterns, like I've said, but the patterns run in every area of our life because they're running inside of us. We can't just separate ourselves off. A lot of the time we think our health is over there, our spiritual life is over there, our money, our work are all in different places, but they're not. They're all part, a reflection of us, of you. Second guessing yourself, here's where it gets juicy. In your relationship, shows up like this. I think I've got six or seven ways. One of them is wondering if you said or did the right thing. So did you say the right thing in that text message? Did you say what you should have said when you were talking to your partner? Wondering if something is your fault. You could have sworn that you were right. You know, in those situations where you thought you had a point, a valid point, But after speaking or arguing with your partner, you now doubt yourself. 
Was it me? Was it my fault? All those kind of insecure thoughts. The third way is wondering if the person is right for you or not. The fourth way is speaking your truth, feeling your truth and then doubting yourself. The fifth way is losing yourself in the relationship. How many people do you know? How many women do you know that lose themselves in a relationship? Their identity goes. They don't know who they are anymore. You don't know who you are. You don't know who you what you want anymore. The fifth way is hiding your feelings or changing your opinions or changing yourself to make somebody else happy. The sixth way is simply, but the most powerfully, the fact that you can change yourself in a relationship. It's so draining and it's so time consuming, but it hasn't happened because you decided it to. It's how you've learned to cope, to behave because of things that you've been through or the person that you're with now. If you're in an unhealthy relationship right now and there's things like gaslighting, blaming, all of these kind of things, it can be really hard to know yourself in all of that. The environment, the noise and because of how you're feeling on a daily basis. A lot of the women I work with don't know that they're in an unhealthy relationship because they've been so used to how it's been, they don't realise that there's another way. If you're in a healthy relationship right now, this can still play out in your business and your life, but it will start to heal and change when you start to work on your relationship, on the relationships that come before your intimate relationship, the relationship you have with yourself. So let's look at you now. Never mind what other people are saying and doing. Let's look at how you can stop second-guessing yourself right here, right now. Any love that you would love to get from somebody else, you have to feel inside of yourself first. So, many times women want a relationship so that they can find love. But that's starting off on the wrong foot straight away. Because if you think about it, if we want to find love, we can easily become needy and lose ourselves and put up with what we shouldn't in a relationship. Anytime we want to experience more of ourselves, we cannot look outside of ourselves to find what we think will make us feel better, fix us or heal us. The work is always internal and it's always on ourselves. So how? How do you stop second-guessing yourself? The first way is to know who you are. You were not put on this planet with like a 400 billion trillion percent chance of being here to doubt yourself, to hold back, to change to fit in, to change it so that somebody will love you so that you don't have another argument to not speak your truth, to live in anxiety and fear and be sad a lot of the time. If you believe the truth that you are a child of God, a child of the universe, created perfectly, here to make a difference and change the world, you walk, think, act, speak, your energy is different, 
than if you're constantly filled with fear and anxiety all day long, wondering if you're good enough and if you've said or done the right thing or not. Yes, you might need space and time to get your head clear and be able to tune into your heart. A lot of the time my clients say to me, but I don't understand which one is speaking. I don't know if it's my head or my heart. So the confusion here comes because you're not doing this regularly. You're not tuning in enough. So the ego, your ego, which is your smaller self, the fear, speaks first and it speaks loudest. It's really, really, really loud, consuming. Your heart, the Holy Spirit, the truth, whatever you want to call it, God, love, infinite intelligence, whatever you want to call it, the voice within. I love the way some books call it the small, still voice for God. And God is love, as you know from my book, More Than a Mindset, where I explain what the word God means. God is love. It's the feeling, the experience of love. So I've lost my train of thought because I always go off on one there. But if you, if you are that powerful, if that's how you were created, then why can't you experience that in your life? The guidance, the truth is all available. It's just about doing it regularly, getting used to doing it. It's like going to the gym. You can't expect to go to the gym once, can you, and have muscles and be really toned. It's a constant process and it gets better and better the more you do it. The second way to stop second-guessing yourself. A lot of the time, the love that we'd love to experience in a relationship we're not actually ready for. We want it, but we're never taught anything about relationships and how they work. There was never a subject at school. There's no information on this until you're in a relationship and it's painful. And then it's like a plaster. It's like, we don't learn it proactively. We have to learn it generally when we're in pain. Now, here's the thing. I do not believe, and this can be quite controversial, that we have to fully love ourselves first before we can love somebody else. There's so much advice that says, love yourself, love yourself, and you can stand there in the mirror tapping, I love myself, I love myself all day long, but it can become, and it's true, you do need to love yourself, but that can become quite insular, quite destructive and all-consuming in a bad way. Do you want to know how to experience more love? You actually get to know love when you give it away. Why? Because you experience it. By giving it away, you experience, you have the experience and that is the purpose. It's the experience, the feeling of love that we're after, yet we go into a relationship wanting to get love. Yet giving love is where we feel the feelings and we experience it, then we become, then we know it more, and then we can give even more. Now, here's the problem. If you struggle to give love or receive love, then that can be a block. Now, blocks aren't bad things that are permanent. Blocks can be shifted, and when you do the work, they can really be shifted and make a massive difference in every area of your life. Again, because you, and people say to me, clients say, why will me working on my most intimate relationship changed my business, my money, my success, my life, my health, everything. 
It does because this work changes you from the inside out. So I've gone off on a tangent again. So if you struggle to love others, there is a deeper reason why. If you block love, if you struggle to let it in, again, there's a deeper reason why. Love you for you. All the past, all the stuff that's happened, all the stuff that didn't happen that you wish had happened, that's the key. This doesn't always happen overnight. And the third way to stop self-sabotaging is next time you doubt yourself or maybe somebody tells you that you're wrong, which I have had so many times happen to me in my life. It's unreal. People that I've even paid for their advice have told me that I'm wrong when I've I've had a feeling and I've known it's right for me. That's why one tip, I don't give tips, but this is one tip I give. Never employ a coach who tells you what to do. The point of a coach is they should ask you questions to find the truth that's within you. Nobody knows your truth but you. A good coach will help you tap into it. So next time you doubt yourself, or like I said, somebody doubts you, take a moment, you breathe, you step back, you pause, you check in with yourself. The whole point of spiritual work, spiritual means inner, that's all it means, it's nothing fancy, it's nothing that we can't get that is only for special people, people that want to dedicate their lives and sit on mountains all day and meditate. You can do this too, you can really get to know yourself. Getting out of your own way, going deeper. Now this means allowing yourself to go deeper. A lot of the time we can start to get a change and a shift, freaks us out a little and we back out. Go deeper. It's so good to go deeper. To the truth, get closer to the truth of who you are. And any time you're not happy with who you're being, and who you think you can be, get help. Get help from somebody that holds that space for you to remember who you are and what you're capable of and do that every single day. Because sometimes this can be, sometimes it can be really painful to do self-development work because we're not consistent with it. And it's only when you become really consistent and sometimes that means a few times a day, not meditating a few times a day, not doing crazy rituals a few times a day, just a quick reminder. Who am I? Why am I here? What am I doing? Quick reminder, boom, right and back. It's all about your energy. So again, the word spiritual means inner. Inner is energy. So what is your energy doing in any moment, which is creating the next step, the next moment of your life? So again, anytime you're not happy with who you're being, get help. Seriously, this is the most important work ever. I know so many women. They reach out to me because they've signed up to the course after course. They've read all of the books. Their room seriously looks like Waterstone's self-help section. They've invested in property courses, in business masterminds. They're doing all of the work. They're reading all the memes. They're listening to podcasts, audiobooks, everything. And something isn't clicking. The only person that can define who you are and what is right for you 
is you. That's the first step, remembering who you are. And then there's no more hiding feelings or changing easily to fit in so that somebody else won't be upset. No more second guessing can be a difficult path to take at first because it's so ingrained. And if you don't like who you're being, that's fine because you get to choose again. And this choosing again at times can be a moment by moment decision. It gets easier. It really does get easier. It's not about eliminating it completely. It's about tipping the balance and you're in control of that. So imagine for a moment a world, a life, a business, a relationship where there was no more questioning yourself, no more second guessing yourself, regardless of what you've been through, regardless of your past, regardless of anybody else, anything else, imagine for a moment that you can define and create who you are, who you really want to be. No more changing to fit in or be loved. No more blocking love. No more neediness. No more struggling to give love. Knowing who you are. Knowing yourself. And working on those places, those behaviours, those thoughts, those feelings that do not serve you anymore. Honestly, you do this and just watch everything, everything change your business, your relationships, your money, your success, your health, everything will change. I see it over and over again. And every time I work with a new woman and then she gets all of these shifts, every time I'm kind of surprised, but I'm not because I'm like, yes, it's happened again. It just, it fills me with so much joy to know that this is possible. And I know some of you might be thinking, but I feel stuck in my relationship, like I can't just leave, I've got kids, we might have a business together, or we've got responsibilities, we've got things to pay for, houses to pay for, cars to pay for, whatever, I can't just leave, and I get it, and I would never ever tell you to just do that, but get help, get somebody that you resonate with to help you understand what is really going on, by getting to understand what is really going on inside of you. It all comes down to you. And I know, again, you might be thinking, it's not me, it's him (laughs) or it's her. If she would change, if he would change, then everything would be okay. Respectfully, that is not the way it works. Okay, they might be in a complete N-O, no, K-N-O-B, my spelling there. They might be being crazy. They might be more of the problem. But what is your part in it? What are you bringing? What are you doing? What is going on inside of you? I remember I was working with somebody recently and afterwards she said, I I couldn't believe it. You know, I thought it was all him. And even though a lot of the actions were what he was doing, It was how she was reacting to it and how she didn't have the confidence within her to leave. It was almost like it had to get so bad that he left so she didn't have to make that decision. Now, that is not potentially 
who you want to be anymore. If you're listening to a podcast like this, if you are still here with me now, it's because you're ready. You're ready to take that next step. Who are you? What do you want? What is possible for you? No more second guessing. No more self-doubt. It's time. Like, it's your time now. So going back to the beginning, do you remember the three ways that second guessing yourself shows up in your life? So to recap, it's changing your mind. It's struggling to make a decision. It's being led what by what other people think over your own gut instinct. And it's about you tuning back in to you. What is right for you? It comes from inferiority. It comes from not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy enough, not knowing your worth, not knowing your value, and it all can change. Let's do a visualisation now because this theory is amazing, but the change happens when we do the work. So let's go inside, let's do the work, sit somewhere where you're nice and comfy, where you won't be disturbed, try and get your feet on the floor, try and relax in a chair, And it helps to close your eyes and go within. Just listen to my voice and just let your subconscious mind do whatever it needs to do. And I will see you on the other side of the visualisation. Okay, so it helps to sit down, close your eyes and go within. Place your attention on your breath. Breathing in through your nose, feeling your tummy expand and exhale, release and let go. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy and your heart expand and exhale, release and let go. And I want you to now place your attention on your heart area. And as you're breathing, keep breathing in. Think of breathing in strength to your heart. See your heart growing bigger with every inhale. And on the exhale, just release and let go. I want you to imagine that you are feeling super confident. Go back to a memory in your life even if you can only think of one, even if it was years ago, an experience, a time when you felt more confident, happier, more relaxed, more excited about life. Pick that time. Don't doubt it, don't question it. Pick that time. And I want you to step into that image step into the person the age you were step into the scene see what's around you what can you see what can you hear what can you smell what can you taste look all around you notice how different you were were you walking differently were you talking differently see yourself in that happier version And if there isn't a time that you can remember where you felt happier and more confident and comfy in your own skin, step forward now. And everybody, imagine stepping forward 
into a, a more confident version of you. You might be resisting it. You might be thinking, I can't step forward. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't move forward. Literally, if you need to, get up and put one foot in front of the other, assuming you're not driving, by the way. Get up, put one foot in front of the other. Feel a little bit more confident. Now step forward again, roll your shoulders down your back. Remember, smile, stick your chest out. Breathe in deeply, smile a big smile. Take another step forward and another. With each step, keep going. You feel a little bit more confident each and every time. Walk forward knowing that the entire universe, the power of the universe is with you. It's backing you. It's holding your hand. It's guiding you through life. Notice a situation where you've doubted yourself. You second-guessed yourself. You've questioned yourself. Notice that time. Forgive yourself for doing that. And decide to choose again. Forgiving yourself feels like a healing balm moving all through your energy, all the way down from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. A healing balm where anything that you wish you'd done or not done, anything that's happened to you, any way you've behaved or spoken or whatever you've done that you wish you hadn't done or you wish you had done and you didn't, forgive yourself. Feel your tummy relax, feel your heart relax, feel your mind relax. Let it all go and let the love within you come forward instead. Give yourself a big hug. Smile, a big, big ball smile. And now let's do the walking exercise again. One foot in front of the other. And walk with more confidence, more self-belief, more surety, knowing that you're good enough, knowing that there's always enough knowing that all good things are coming to you, knowing that you're supported, believing in flow, trust, abundance, success, more. Imagine giving love, imagine receiving love. Feel your energy, tune into your energy. Notice any blocks, notice what you're resisting, Notice what your mind is telling you you can't do or you want to stop. Keep breathing. Keep listening to my voice. Forgive yourself. Believe in yourself. Love yourself. Decide right here, right now, that you are going to choose again. And when you come to open your eyes at the end of this visualization, just take a moment to look around because you will never be the same person again in a very, very good way. Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy expand. Exhale, release and let go. 
Breathe in through your nose, feel your tummy and your heart and your whole aura, your energy. Feel yourself expand. You're getting bigger and bigger. Your impact is bigger and bigger. Your love is getting bigger and bigger. Your confidence is getting bigger and stronger. See your energy cover the whole world and come back into your body, back into the room. Wiggling your fingers, wiggling your toes. You have just upgraded yourself. You have just activated your power. Let your energy settle. Don't rush, there's no rush. And when you're ready, open your eyes. You have literally just taken what you have done there in the visualization is taken everything that you've listened to for the first 20, 25 minutes. And even though you don't know exactly what happened in your mind and in your heart, your body, your mind, your heart, your spirit, your soul does. Just watch what happens now in the next few hours, few days, few weeks, and just see what little shifts or what big shifts you get. And let me know. You know I always love to hear about your shifts. Thanks so much for listening today. As always, please share this with a friend who you know would benefit too. You can reach me all through the week on LinkedIn, Instagram and Facebook at laurajanehand or at laurajanehand.com. If you fancy learning more, check out my book, More Than a Mindset on Amazon and Kindle. Check out the Wednesday Energy Boost for your three minute state changer and learn all about what's possible for you at my website, laurajanehand.com. See you again next week. Bye.